0: Good morning and welcome to Shouts of Grace. This morning we are going to be looking at some Thanksgiving. You know, it is the season of Thanksgiving. We should be thankful all the time, but specifically we go and we set aside November and right around here the end of November to focus in on Thanksgiving. And it is something that is incredibly, incredibly important to do is to be thankful. And so we're going to be focusing in on Thanksgiving here for the rest of this week. And then after that, um, I believe we're going to start moving into some Christmas stuff, some Christmas-themed things. And uh, of course, looking at this, I am going to try to get a full week of devotions in here because i haven't been able to really do that my voice hasn't allowed me to and some other circumstances uh that have come up haven't allowed me to but just trying to give you the the plan uh my goal is to get a full week in even on thanksgiving uh to get the devotionals i um but i don't quite want to want to promise that because of how uh how crazy things can be and can get but that's at least my intention Uh, So that you know, but today we're going to be focusing in here on Psalm chapter 100. Once again, Psalm chapter 100. And so we're going to read the entire chapter, but it is a Thanksgiving Psalm, a Psalm of Thanksgiving, and it says, make a joyful shout to the Lord, all you lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Know that the Lord, he is God. It is he who has made us and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful to him and bless his name. For the Lord is good, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endures to all generations. Now where this starts here, this uh, this chapter, it says, Make a joyful shout to the Lord, all you lands and so it is important to understand that this is specifically referring to everyone all you lands all you lands is is what it is talking about or who it is talking about And this is important to go to look at because sometimes we see different things in Scripture where it's a directive to a certain person or it's a directive to a certain people group or it's a directive to a specific church uh, or it's directive specifically to Christians, something like that. And you might start thinking, well, does this apply to me? But this is one where you have absolutely no doubt about it. It's make a joyful shout to the Lord, all you lands. Everybody's included in this every nation upon the earth ought to be thankful to God. Every nation upon the earth ought to go and to worship God. That is the mandate that we get. And of course, if you get every nation doing that, well, everyone is part of a nation. So therefore, that would mean that every individual has a, a commission by God to shout to the Lord, and to serve the Lord then with gladness. And I, you know, this goes right along with Thanksgiving uh, here in verse two when it says, Serve the Lord with gladness, because we are to go and to not just serve the Lord, not just do things for God, but specifically have the right. Attitude. Sometimes that is incredibly difficult to go and to have the right attitude. Sometimes you 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 might just go and say, "Well, I'm I'm going to go and do this and serve Jesus because it's what I'm supposed to do." So I'm going to go and serve Jesus. But it's difficult to have the right attitude or a good attitude that we should have. But but here we see that our service to God needs to be with gladness, and that is uh, one of the things that is pointed out here in this Thanksgiving Psalm. But then, then it continues and it says, uh, come before his presence with singing, come before his presence with singing. And, And I want to go down, down to verse four, where it says, enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. This is really where I want to focus in on. And this whole idea of coming before his presence with singing entering into his gates with thanksgiving, and coming into his courts with praise, it's all really tying to the same truth. And that is because praise, thanksgiving, and singing is often the mechanism that we use, uh, the, the vehicle that, that praise and thanksgiving go and travel through is often singing. It doesn't have to be, but it often is, especially when we're talking about God. But we see here that we are to enter into his courts with thanksgiving. God says, approach me in a specific way. And why is this important? Well, it is because that when we get into life, a lot of times we we start looking at our prayers as spare tires. You know, you use a spare tire when something goes wrong in your vehicle, you know, when you get a flat tire and you go and you pull it out and then you use it. And then you go until you get repaired, and then you put your normal tire back on, or the new tire, however that works, and then you put your spare tire away. That's often how we treat rare, is that it's just a spare tire in our life. It's just one of those things where where you know we, we have it in our life and we pull it out when we're in trouble. That's not how we should really be treating prayer. That's not how we should be treating coming before the presence of God. That's not at all how we should be treating it. In fact, we should be treating it as a steering wheel, something that is keeping us right in the middle of the road, that, that is helping us track as we're driving. That should be how prayer works in our life. And with that, that means that God is going and saying, look, there's a certain way that I want you to approach me, and that means that we ought to be approaching him with thankfulness. When, when you go and you use uh, prayer as a spare tire, it's rare that you think of being thankful. Lord, I thank you that I'm in this difficult, tough situation. My life is falling apart. Please help me. You know, that's not normally how that works. You don't go and spend an hour in Thanksgiving or spend any time in Thanksgiving. You're, when you're using prayer as a spare tire, you're just going and saying, Lord, help me, help me right now. I need help. But when you use prayer as a steering wheel, thankfulness can be the way that you enter into his courts. It can be the way that you enter before the presence of God is that you go and you say, Lord, let me tell you about all that I am thankful for. Lord, thank you for what you have done in my life. See, we ought to have a heart, not just a heart of prayer, but a heart of thanksgiving, and that ought to be something that steers our life, because it is the way that God commands us. He tells us to approach Him, and by the way, I want to remind you, This isn't just a specific person is supposed to approach him that way. This is all you lands. Everyone is supposed to approach God in this way, that we're to come into his courts with thanksgiving, with thanksgiving. What does that mean? It means that your prayers are not nearly as effective if you leave thanksgiving out of it. Yeah, he'll hear desperate, humble prayers, but if you want to have an effective prayer life, become thankful because that's how we're to enter into his courts. And when you enter into the court of God, when you enter into his presence, that is going to dramatically improve your prayer life. And it finishes off with this, be thankful to him, bless his name, and then it tells us why. For the Lord is good, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endures to all generations. We are to be thankful, we're to bless God, we're to thank Him, and it gives us three reasons as to why. The first one is because the Lord is good. You know, don't ever forget the goodness of God. God is good all the time, and you need to trust in the goodness of God. You know, life can be difficult. Life can can really throw you a lot of curveballs, and it, it can just really Really demoralize you. But through the difficult circumstances, do you have your eyes set, your spiritual eyes set upon the goodness of God, or are you drifting into the circumstances? Because, let me be honest, all of the, 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 the terrible, terrible things that happen in life, those come as a result of sin, whether it's your own sin, whether it's because we live in a sin-cursed world, or because somebody sinned against you. That's the reality of it. That's where terrible things come from. Do you know who has no sin in them? Who's not the author of sin? Who's not the creator of sin? Who's warned about sin at every step of the way in all of mankind's history? It's God. It's God. God is not the reason for terrible things. He's not. And so you need to look past the circumstances because perhaps it's not even something that you've done. Perhaps it's just something people are doing to you or just the result of living in sin-cursed world. But you need to look beyond the circumstances and focus in on the goodness of God. You need to remember that his mercy is everlasting. You know, God is a merciful God. He holds back things that we do deserve. Wow we deserve a whole lot worse. We are always doing better than what we deserve on this earth because we deserve hell. And his truth, his truth endures to all generations. You know, what God said was true a hundred years ago, a thousand years ago, five thousand years ago, it's true today. His truths don't change. Culture might change, opinions might change, but the truth that God presents doesn't change, and it is still true today. And so you trust in His truth, you hang on dearly for His mercy, and you look intently at the goodness of God. If you do those three things, you are going to live a life that is filled with thanksgiving. Well, thank you for listening today, and remember Joshua 1, 8, and 9 as we depart. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night. You may observe to do according to all that is written in it, for then you will make your way prosperous, and then you'll have good success. Have I not commanded you, be strong and have good courage. Do not be afraid, nor be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you, wherever you go. Oh, but even in darkness we hold to the promise There's nothing we can't overcome so that